Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. Blessings in Christ is also the Church of Christ. Preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. The Church of Christ is scriptural in name, Romans 16, 16. Scriptural in origin, Colossians 1, 18. Scriptural in doctrine, 1 Timothy 4, 16. And scriptural in practice, James 1 and 22. Our lesson today is by Joe Fox from Southside Congregation of the Church of Christ in Beattyville, Kentucky. He's bringing us a lesson on false doctrine. And we, as the Church of Christ, must preach all of the truth and contend for the faith at all costs. So once again, Joe Fox is bringing us a wonderful lesson on false doctrine. We hope that you enjoy the lesson today, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. Uh, and 
Peter said, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Let's make here three tabernacles, one for them, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But the voice out of the cloud, the God of heaven spoke and said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Wonder sometimes today, are we listening? You know, that old song says, I'll be somewhere listening. When he calls my name, I'll be somewhere listening. You know, we're going to hear him call our name, and we're going to come forward, and we're going to give an answer for the deeds done in this body. Each one of us, I'm not going to answer for you, and you're not going to answer for me. We're going to answer, all of us answer to the God of heaven, how we've lived our life. What kind of an example that we have been, whether we have been a faithful and, and good servant, or we, we have been a wicked and slothful servant. And as I've told you many times, and you've heard it by many different uh, speakers and preachers, uh, you know, I'm not fooling you, you might fool me, the way none of us fooling God. God is keeping the record. And I stand on my record, you stand on yours, but we'll all be judged by the same rule book, and that's the ones laying before us this morning. We've already studied this chapter, but the first uh, 14 verses <coughs> of the uh, Matthew, the 15th chapter, is uh, part of our text for our lesson this morning. If you have a Bible, turn there with me and read. It says, Then came Jesus. Uh, then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders, for they wash not their hands when they eat bread? But he answered and said unto them, Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father and mother, let him die the dead. But ye say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, it is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have ye made the commandments of God in none effect by your tradition. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you saying, This people draw my out of me with their mouth, and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. And he called the multitude and said to them, Hear and understand. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth the man. Then came his disciples and said to him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this, this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. Let me blind leaders of the blind, and if the blind lead the blind bull, shall fall into the ditch. You know, there are many blind people out there. There are many people that are falling into the ditch. There are many false prophets out there today that are, are telling people, they're all right. You're out on as good as Jesus hip hop. You know, there's nothing for you to do. Just believe and receive. See, I believe faith is important. I really do. But Jesus said, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words, that one that judged him, the words that I spoke the same to judge him in the last days. You know, we're going to be judged by the word of God and by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And understanding that when we read John uh, 14, 
And in John 12, 48, we need to realize and understand that Jesus also continued with his saying in verse 49. He said, For I am not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment of what I should say and what I should speak. And he said, And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So, you know, when, when Jesus spoke, and when God spoke out of the cloud and said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased, hear ye him. We better be listening. We better be listening. But people say, Well, you know, my preacher says this and my preacher says that. Well, if your preacher's not preaching as an orphan of God, you, you, you better do something about it. And it's your responsibility to. Peter said, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability that God gives. Paul told the young man, says, Timothy, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the judge of wicked dead, and his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, you don't fly along, serving the doctrine, for the time will come, and I tell you that it is already here. That they will not endure sound doctrine, but they'll heap to themselves teachers having each year, and they'll turn away their ears from the truth, and they'll be turned on the way. But he said, But watch thou in all things, endure affliction, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. Paul said, For I am now ready to be offered, the time of my departure is at hand. I fought a good fight, I finished my course, I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up to me a crown of rising which the Lord of righteous judge shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them that love his appearing. Not them that say, wait a little longer to please Jesus, but them that love his appearing. I just thank you. The baby back there, her birthday's today. You're old. Our neighbor down the road here has passed away. Not for last. 92 years old. You know, it, if time was supposed to stand, and I look for it too, but if time was to stand for another 91 years, what kind of mess in this world would be in? In our lifetime, you know, we grew up, most of us, without TV, without radio, all of us. We, our entertainment was going to church. And, and we, we went because Dad said, you're going. And whether you liked it or not. And the, the joys of fellowship. Just thinking upon that novel and other of our neighbors when we placed up there. I can remember the time when they gathered under the shade trees and pitched horseshoes and talked about their children and um, the things that was going on in their life. 
and and that was that was entertaining. You know, they gather and, and play softball, pitch horseshoe, you know, and, and compare their lives. They they knew who their neighbor was. It's a shame over the last few years that we don't miss it like we should. It, 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 it makes you wonder. Our life's filled with maybe the wrong thing. Maybe we're not doing what we should be doing as much as we should be doing. Understanding the importance of what life really consists of. We're too busy doing this, that, and the other. To realize the importance of raising our children in virtue and admiration of the Lord. We need to understand that though men see that uh, all religion is, is, is probable, those are not. There's things that men are telling and men are doing that are vexing people's soul from day to day. Sending them to a, a devil's head. Not, not realizing uh, and doing it filthy little. But in Philippians, the fourth chapter, and beginning with verse 10, Philippians chapter 4, verse 10, it says, But I rejoice in the Lord greatly, that now at last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also careful. But you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of woe, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased, and I know how to abandon. Everywhere in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be humble, both to abandon and to suffer need. He said, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Notwithstanding, ye have well done that ye did communicate with my affliction. Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving your seed, but the only understanding our needs and understanding our responsibility and understanding opportunity. Lacking opportunity. When we have opportunity to speak, are we speaking as the oracles of God? Do we realize that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us? I don't believe that we do. I don't believe that we, we understand the importance of it. Paul said that he had learned in whatever state he was in, therewith to be content. He knew how to be full and he knew how to be empty. You know, he knew how to have a but to speak up and when to be silent. We need to realize and understand we have that responsibility today. In Galatians chapter 6, there beginning with verse 1, Paul writing to the church of Galatia, he said, Brethren, if, any man, be met, if a man be overtaken in a fault, he which are spiritual, restore such a one, and the spirit of meekness and consider Thyself, lest thou also be tempted. 
bearing one another's burdens, so, so fulfill the law of Christ. For a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in others. On others. For every man shall bear his own burden. Let him that is taught in the word communicate to him that, it, that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sow, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be very well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Understanding our responsibility. Understanding us having to uh, receive as we have given. God's not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If we sow to the flesh, we will of the flesh reap corruption. But if we sow to the Spirit, we'll reap life everlasting. God is the Spirit and He seeks us to worship Him and we must worship Him in Spirit and truth. You know, we need to realize that the this spirit of man is going to live on somewhere. And if we sow to the flesh, it's going to reap corruption. We're, we're, going, to, we're going to wind up in, in a, a bad place. If we sow to the spirit, then life everlasting around the throne of God. Singing praises to His great and matchless name. Understanding the importance of it. Sowing and reaping. Understanding that God is the one that is going to uh, pay the dividend. Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 2 and beginning with verse 1, it says, Wherefore laying aside all mouth and all God and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking. And newborn babies are sorry the sincere of every word that you may grow thereby. If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto the life is done, disallowed need of men but chosen of God and precious. He also, as long as told, would build up a spiritual house of holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices accepted to God by Jesus Christ. First, therefore, also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion the chief cornerstone of the precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. And he therefore which believe, he is precious. But in them which be disobedient, the stone which the builder disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner, a stone of thumbing and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, further also they were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should shoot forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We've been called out of darkness in the marvelous light. We have a privilege that the majority of the world don't take advantage of. We're a, a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood. We're a peculiar people. 
Are we? Are we set apart? Well, they call us choir and peculiar and little bit of everything. But do you really? You know, um, it's not that we're uh, to draw attention to ourselves, but we live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. You know, we, we don't have to uh, put a sign on us from the fact that we're a Christian. We're, we're to let our light shine. As Brother Johnson leads us in, in our prayer. You know, if we, we don't teach by word, let us teach by example. May they see Christ in our life. May we be letting our light shine before others, that they can see us at work and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Are we our, our, our good to our neighbor? Are we what God would have us to be to our family and our friends? Are we letting our light shine? Are we that chosen generation? Do we realize that we are royal? Our brother is a king. We, we need to realize that Jesus, as we sang in that song, He's my King. No idea who that And we're brothers and sisters in Christ. The fellowship of God's dear Son. We're falsely acclaiming this. We, the Church of Christ, have assurance by this passage <laughs> that we're a chosen generation. We're a royal priesthood. We're a holy nation. You need to realize that the world forgot something. In, I believe it's Psalms chapter 12. that he tells us what will happen to a, a nation. In Psalm chapter 9 and verse 17, it says, The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all nations that forget God. Now, they say, well, that's in the old Bible. Yep, it sure is. Romans 15, 4 says the things are written before time are written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all nations that forget God. That we're living in a nation that's forgot about God. We're living in a nation when uh, you know these commercials. I thought I'd seen everything for this week. You know, we used to while maybe eight, nine years ago, or ten, or something, maybe not that long, the disease AIDS was something that, uh, you know, was uh, really not talked about. You know, and it was, it was awful to have this. And it was all caused by homosexuality. And uh, it's now, uh, you know, they've got commercials for the, the medicines and, and you see them openly kissing one another on TV. What kind of world are we living in? What kind of world are we living in? We're living in a world that has forgotten God. You know, one day God's going to judge that. One day God's going to say, you wicked and soft, sir. 
One day God's going to punish this nation. This nation is on, on the wrong, wrong track. This nation is headed away from God. And the so-called religious leaders are uh, going right along with it. You know, we, we need to realize that uh, God does not like that. And He will not put up with that. In Proverbs 14, 12, it says that there's a way that seemeth right in the man, but the end of the way to be. You know, just because something seems right, we better check it out. We better understand. If Paul told the church of Galatia that whatever we sow, that shall we also reap. If we sow the flesh, will the flesh reap corruption? If we sow the spirit, will the spirit reap life everlasting? Well, which, which do we want? In 1 John chapter 4, and beginning with verse 1, write us in love, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they be of God. Because many false prophets are going out in the world. Remember, know ye the Spirit of God? Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh is of God. And the spirit, spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. You know, uh, they're out there. They're those that believe that Jesus is coming back and going to reign on this old uh, earth a thousand years. And when he comes back, they, they will find out how long he's going to rule and reign here. He's coming back with his holy angels, as we find in Second uh, Thessalonians uh, 1 7 9. He says, When he is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, Inflaming part, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel, or on the Savior Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. But that, that's the problem. People are not troubled. He said, And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with His mighty angels, in flames and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel of the Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His power. He's not coming back to rule and reign here. He's coming back to separate. He's coming back to call His children home. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and verse 10 beginning, and with all the deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Oh, you mean they're going to be some perished? Everybody's not going to heaven? With all the sinfulness of unrighteousness in them that perish. Why? Because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, 
but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, if you continue my words, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. People are afraid of the truth. People don't want the truth. You go to your church and you go to mine and you all get here.